0: When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com.
1: When you're driving through downtown Madison and the UW-Madison campus, You can see silos and you can smell cows. Jessica Cedarquist is the research program director at the UW Dairy Cattle Center and herd administrator for the Department of Animal and Dairy Sciences. She explains that it is a full working farm in the city run mostly by students. And all of that poses challenges during a pandemic.
0: Here at the Dairy Cattle Center, we have space for 84 lactating cows. And that's generally what is housed here year round. Most of our milking is actually done by students uh, that are going to school here on campus. We do have two full-time animal care technicians and a facility manager. But other than that, everything is done here by students.
1: Has that been difficult? Because I know UW-Madison was kind of like hybrid or virtual during the pandemic. I don't know how that is right now. Uh, Have you been able to get your full labor force?
0: Yeah, It was very difficult during the pandemic uh, when we all went to Safer at Home um, 18 months ago uh, we actually had to close this facility down uh, and this facility was closed from March through September and the reason for that is because all of our labor and most of our daily chores are done by students and when the students went home we had nobody to milk them uh, so we had to shut the facility down and it was shut down for a period of time while the students were gone. We reopened uh, this facility in September last year when the students returned to campus, although at a much lower capacity than we already, than we had previously. So typically, we were only running at about 50% capacity. We did not have the labor force, since there was the split between in-person and virtual, we didn't have the labor force to run at max capacity.
1: Okay, uh, when you have to shut down a dairy farm, where do the cows go? Where does the feed go? <laughs> like how do you transport all that stuff before the cows need milked again?
0: Right. It, it takes a village. <laughs> and, uh, luckily for us, we have a lot of support here at UW through our veterinary staff and the staff here. Uh, but we have the Blaine Dairy facility, uh, which is on the Arlington Ag Research Station. We milk about 500 cows up there. Um, and so all of the cows were put on trailers and trucked up to, up to the Blaine Dairy facility. We have this facility completely empty within 48 hours. So now in
1: 2021, have you been able to get back to full capacity, have enough students to work?
0: Yes, we were so happy come September this year. Um, September of 2021, the students returned to campus. There are at the hustle and bustle of the campus facilities has, you know, returned uh, in a little different of a sense than we had before. But we have students. We actually have three students living here in the barn. We have three dorm rooms upstairs. Uh, So we have three student managers that are living right here in the barn. We have about 17 student employees back to work for us, and we were so happy to have them back.
1: Is it upperclassmen that mainly work here, or do you take students of all ages?
0: I take students of all ages. Uh, we actually hire quite a few freshmen, um, people that are coming in uh, a lot of times, some of them coming in from home farms, that working here at the Dairy Cattle Center gives them a little piece of home and makes uh, getting through college and homesickness a little bit easier uh, when they can come into the barn and milk some cows and pet some cows behind the ears and you know, make them feel like they're at home.
1: What are you teaching them here that they're not learning at home?
0: I think the biggest thing is we try so hard to be on the cutting edge and be on the elite and push this dairy herd um, to be at top levels. So we're pushing peak performance on milk. We're pushing peak performance on um, genetics and reproduction. So from our perspective, the big things that we're working with students that come in that have a dairy background is, you know, what does it take to be elite and what does it take to be at the top end? And these are some things that we have found in research. Maybe we've done studies, whether it be nutrition or reproduction, that we've seen really great impacts of our herd. And they come in and they learn about those and they see those experiences, those procedures and those policies and how the level of consistency that we have in this herd really affects our performance. And our hope is that in the process, they learn about um, the way that we do things, and they can take some of that home and, and apply that on their home farms.
1: So I want to talk a little bit about logistics now. How does the milk truck get in here? What time of the day do they have to come in before traffic's a bear to get the milk,
0: and where does your milk go? Yeah, um, actually, the milk truck was here when I pulled in this morning just before 8 o'clock. He was already here um, pumping milk. Uh, The milk truck driver does come. They actually just come every other day here. Um, We sell all of our milk through the Foremost Farms Co-op, and so Foremost Farms sends a truck in here every other day. Uh, They do try to come in early, but no doubt hit traffic. Um, They were uh, definitely, we were happy students were back at the milk truck driver, not so much because it added a lot to driving through campus and stuff once there were an extra 40,000 kids wandering around the streets.
1: What about feed? How does feed get in?
0: Most all of our feed is made and grown by the Ag Research Stations. So our forages are grown up out at the West Madison Ag Research Station and stored in bags out there. We have two upright silos here on campus. uh, And as we need to fill those silos, we do. So the West Madison Ag Research Station opens the Ag bags of haylage or corn silage, uh, loads it into trucks, brings it to campus, and then fills the silo. We do that about three to four times a year for both the corn silage and the haylage. And then we have our own feed mill actually with the UW. The Arlington Ag Research Station has a feed mill on there um, and they make all of our concentrate mixes. And once a week they come down here and they fill concentrate bins from Arlington. Um, So all of the feed is trucked in on a regular basis. So how does that impact cost? Because I guess, are you paying for it? Oh, yes. We pay for all of it. Um, So there is certainly a huge added cost to doing research here on campus and having cows on campus. Everything that has to be trucked in also has to be trucked out. So it's a very cost prohibitive type of a facility. Um, We are here for a purpose, though. Um, It is expensive to truck all of the feed in. It's not something that any commercial farm would do. Um, But we are here for the students, and we're here for the university and we're here for the research and so we really um, pride ourselves on focusing on you know industry-leading research projects um, that we can do here pretty consistently um, educating the students educating the public bringing people in to tell them about our industry and right here in the middle of the city we're able to do that if the students are part of a class where they're learning about, you know, food sciences or they're learning about dairy and animal sciences, their faculty members can walk them right across the street and into a barn and show them what it looks like to collect milk from dairy cows, to show them what it is to deal with welfare issues in dairy cattle. We're here in the building and we're accessible to them, and that's what matters to us.
1: Right, to have that experience that you couldn't get if you had to drive 40 minutes north south east or west of Madison and what comes in must also come out where does the manure go
0: yes yeah, so um, the manure is removed from the barn via a barn cleaner and then it runs through a manure press where we can separate the solids in the manure from the liquid uh, the liquid is actually drained down into a storage tank uh, some of which is connected to the Madison sewer district but most of which is pumped out of the tank and hauled up to the Arlington facility and put into our lagoon. Um, West Madison, the West Madison Ag Research Station comes into campus here and hauls any solid manure out three days a week. So every Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning you will see a big truck hauling manure out of the city. And
1: then what about the other things that go into caring for dairy cattle? Hoof trimming, veterinarian
0: services. Is that through the university? Yeah, the um, university, we have our own vet staff. Uh, So the Research Animal Resources Center uh, has two large animal veterinarians that are assigned to care for animals in the College of Ag and the vet school. Um, So we have two of them that are here all the time, anytime we need them. um, They're here for regular routine visits as well as any emergency visits and stuff that need to happen that way. In regards to the actual animal care day-to-day hoof trimming and those kinds of things, our animal care technicians are actually all trained to do that themselves. We put them all through a hoof trimming school and they become certified to care for feet and they do all of that care in-house.
1: The point of this is research, teaching, outreach. What kind of research is happening and outreach and teaching that that takes place here.
0: Yeah, so research obviously is a huge part of the university, and we do various types of research from all aspects. We have uh, nutritional research here where we could be looking at different feed types, different levels of protein, different amino acids, those kinds of things in the feed, and how that affects milk production or the health of the cow. In addition, we may be doing reproductive research where we might be looking at um, different semen quality or different techniques or different ultrasounding, um, that we're looking for different reproductive performances. Um, We do welfare things and behavioral studies where we can actually use the information we have here where it's easy to get individual animal intake. So if she's treated in a certain way, does she eat more? Does she eat differently? Um, what are, what are her behaviors? Uh, we can do all of that because we have such intense ability to watch them closely and monitor them closely on a day to day basis.
1: Are people ever wondering, does this take a toll on the cow to have to go through
0: research or teaching? Oh, I would tell them to come through our barn. (laughs) Um, These cows are treated treated like queens, Um, the queens that they are. Um, Most of our cows are handled uh, extensively right from the very beginning, so they really become pets. They're very docile animals. They're housed on um, double pasture mats, so there's like a memory foam bed that they're laying on. Uh, They have access to go outside twice a day every day. Um, They can go outside, they can walk around, they socialize. Uh, They are very comfortable and treated very well in here.
1: Now, looking ahead, the Dairy Innovation Hub monies, are you looking forward to anything, uh, I don't know, improvements or big purchases that UW Dairy Cattle Center will get from those funds?
0: Yes, yeah, so for the the Dairy Cattle Center, the biggest thing will be the amount of research that the Dairy Hub brings in. Uh we are seeing um hiring of new faculty members, um postdocs, graduate students and an, a lot of influx of research and not only from the Animal and Dairy Science department, but I anticipate that we will see research from other um other departments as well as we expand the research that the Dairy Hub is supporting. And so as we work with those, um, that'll bring some money into the Dairy Cattle Center through per diems. Uh, Faculty members are required to pay uh, our per diem charge for the research that's going in to help support the staff and the care of the cows. Um, And so we will receive some money that way through the Dairy Hub. Um, But the Dairy Innovation Hub is also providing um, the Dairy Herd with some equipment money uh, each year and some support that way. So uh, the Dairy Innovation Hub is a super beneficial thing uh, for our dairy herd, and I think it'll do great things for us in the long run.
1: Do you think it'll boost enrollment? And how has enrollment in
0: animal and dairy sciences been? Yeah, I think um, enrollment is really the amount of funds that it'll provide to bringing in graduate level students and the research that way is huge. And so I think we'll see a boost that way as we bring in more graduate students to do the research that supports the mission of the hub. And uh, so I anticipate an increase of that.
1: Any upcoming events that uh, the Dairy Cattle Center will be a part of, whether, I don't know if the what's happening this winter or the spring yet, but like Cows on the Concourse or the Science Festival?
0: Yeah, I think the big thing um, that we have a huge part of outreach. I am not sure at this point what all is going to be back in the coming year. Um, Prior to COVID, we were um, a part of a lot of different events. We take Cows to Cows on the Concourse. We are involved in the Wisconsin Science Festival and the state FFA judging competitions. And I hope that those things will be back this spring, you know, this winter and next spring, um, but I'm not sure exactly where we're headed. Um, prior to COVID, we would generally see five to seven thousand visitors in this facility throughout the course of the year. We're not going to hit that number this year, um, and I, but I hope that within the next year, whatever it takes, that we'll get back there in the near future. That's Jessica Cedarquist,
1: the research program director at the UW Dairy Cattle Center and herd administrator for the Department of Animal and Dairy Sciences, sharing everything about what it takes to run a full dairy farm in the middle of our state's capital. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.